Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with February 3rd and February 5th, 1911. Part 1, pages 72 through 74. February 3rd, 1911. Today, we were finally able to make our monthly day of recollection. We just could not find the time. This past month was full of distractions, so many things to attend to and so many worries. I sincerely thank God for everything. May his holy will be done in all things, and may everything be for his greater glory. After all, if I accept graces so willingly from his fatherly hands, why should I not accept crosses and cares as well? My resolution for this month remains the same, to deny myself more and more, so that I may unite myself with the Lord God more completely. February 5th, 1911. A superior should be very careful not to yield to the wishes and requests of influential people when there is no real need to do so. One person may wish to direct a certain house or the whole congregation one way, while another may steer it in another direction. One may suggest or want to impose a certain field of work, while another may press for taking up something else. One may request a religious for a certain task, while another wants someone else, and so on. If a superior should give in too easily, when there is no real need, very soon outsiders, with the best of intentions, can cause chaos in a house or involve it in work that has not been decided upon and may prove too burdensome. He should be able, therefore, to hold his own and to keep to his own course of action. There will always be plenty to do, and we will never lack work, if only we have suitable people to do it. In choosing our work and assignments, we should keep in mind not so much what various people have requested as what will bring more glory to God and meet the needs of the church and of souls. We must also keep in mind the gifts and qualifications of our members. Whenever it is evident that a religious is doing well in some field of work and that his efforts are successful, we should be in no hurry to remove him no matter how insistently someone may ask for him, unless the greater glory of God requires us to heed their wishes. While reading the life of St. Ignatius, I found some advice in the counsel he gave to two of his brothers when he sent them out among the people. With all kinds of people, but especially with your equals and inferiors, I advise you to speak little, and then only after having considered what to say to listen carefully to the very end until the person has said what is on his mind. Then give him a clear and concise reply, but in such a way as to avoid future confusion or contradiction. Your parting words should be brief but courteous. When speaking with people, we should try to be all things to all men. As much as we can, we must try not to adapt ourselves. We must try to adapt ourselves to their ways and habits. With those who are more spontaneous, we ought to be lively. With those who are quiet and serious, we should be more subdued. 
in our conversation, we should take care to plant some good idea or suggestion, to direct people towards something good, towards some good work, or to turn their heart toward spiritual things, toward the church, toward God. Let us not forget that everything we say, every word, can be made public. We ought to keep this in mind, especially when we are trying to make peace between people who have quarreled. We should not avoid contact with people. On the contrary, we must reach out to them, try to get closer to them, so that later we may be able to draw them to God and involve them in work for the church. But we must also be careful how and with whom we become acquainted and intimate. We cannot proceed blindly in this matter, but we should reflect on it beforehand and discuss it with our fellow religious if possible. In a word, we need to be prepared. We cannot turn away from people, but we must be careful not to lose ourselves among them. Here, too, our views must be governed by the consideration for the needs of the Church and the glory of God. Let us seek God and His greater glory, the welfare and good of the Church in everything that we do. When we are among people, we should be concerned with their spiritual needs. When we are at home, among ourselves, we should care for our own spiritual life and try to make greater progress in it. When we stop being concerned about our own soul and its spiritual life, then we will no longer properly minister to the spiritual needs of others, nor will we care about the welfare of the church or the greater glory of God. We will be seeking only ourselves, our own comfort, and vain glory. As we ourselves sink downward, our plans and our work will crumble as well, and then all our efforts will come to naught. In the first entry, Blessed George reflects on trying to fit in the monthly day of recollection. This is a retreat day. It is not always easy to do this in the midst of a very busy apostolic life, but it is so important to do so. In our lives, we can think that everything depends on us and our efforts. It is important to remember the lesson that the saints learned, surrendering to God's will, asking for His grace, and making room for the action of the Holy Spirit are what will ultimately bless our efforts. Each month, we reflect on where we are on the path on the retreat day. We want to make sure that we haven't strayed off of it and make certain resolutions to help us to continue to grow in living the life of the virtues. In the next entry, Blessed George reflects on superiors, not necessarily, unnecessarily, yielding to the wishes of influential people and benefactors. Doing the will of God is what matters most. We discover that through prayer. And then Blessed George reflects on the approach to ministry with different types of people. He reflects on the words of St. Paul, how we should try to be all things to all people. And Blessed George sounds like Pope Francis here when he says we should not avoid contact with people. We must reach out to them, try to get close to them, to later draw them closer to God. Pope Francis often preaches the same thing. But Blessed George also cautions prudence and being prepared in every situation. Jesus ate with sinners, 
but he never joins them in their sinful activities. We have to be in the world, but not of the world. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.